have your mother-in-law, you have your father-in-law, you have your brother-in-law extends, and you get a job, then you have your boss, then you have this one. There's always going to be someone in your life who's going to trigger you. And that's, the, that's great. Why? Because then that opens you up to say, okay, great. So what now what do I have to work on? Now what do I have to work on? Everyone's waiting until nothing bothers them. People don't want anything to bother them. So when I get to a stage where nothing bothers me, then I'm able to live my life. No. Life is, is when people bother you, when you get triggered, when things are hard for you, when people are annoying to you. When things are, that's when you say, okay, now that, what, what am I supposed to do with that? that that's a sign from Hashem that this is something that I need to work on. Question or comments and then we'll do the halacha. Shlomo, it's been a while. We gotta, come on, you gotta, yeah. unless you've been out there. Yeah, unless you've been out there, so you're, you're, you're uh... Yeah. I know, I'm just trying to think about it. Um, Rebbe's saying that, um, that it's a radar, when you see something in someone else, it's a radar. How do you know when you see someone in somebody else, and let's say it's not a problem with yourself? And oh, it's not, it's not, it's not, that's a, it is. Always. Always. Always, always, always. The only question people say, oh, let's say I'm a psychiatrist working with a schizophrenic. Does that mean I'm, uh, no, I'm not talking about that case. I'm not talking about if you're a psychiatrist working in a mental institution. It doesn't mean that, you're, that, you're, that, you're, that you have that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you walk into a room. People, what do people like to avoid? All of us, myself included. What do we like to avoid? Uncomfortable feelings. Un- right? We spoke about it yesterday. We spoke about it yesterday. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. Whenever I talk to this guy, I feel angry, I feel insecure, I feel dot, 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 whatever it is. Whenever I meet this person, I feel, right, or I see that guy, something comes up in me. Um, so it's, no, I'm saying it depends on like, the situation. If it's, if it's like something quite obvious, yes. then I don't know if it's something you see in yourself. The person doing something that's, like, let's say, hurting yourself. Right, that's what I'm saying. Of course, Shlomo, of course, it doesn't just mean everything you see. It just means when you feel some connection to it. It means when something's bothering you about... After the fact you're saying, like, it's still bothering you? No, and in that moment, in that moment, let's say someone walks by someone and gets a certain feeling. Let's say there's someone who needs yeah, Shiva. That's all. That's... That, it's not, I mean, there are, I'm saying, there, 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 I'm sure and there's there infinite. Things. That's infinite. That what? I'm sure there are some exceptions, though. Yeah. I, I agree with you, though. I do agree. No, it's not agree. You don't have to agree. I'm saying it's not about agreeing. I'm saying the, 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 way, the way, there's two things. There's something called projection that we project. It's all, it's all ourselves. It's not, it's not that pro- all people represent something inside of us. Right. So if someone is bothering me in a specific area... It's because I have something inside of me that bothers me as well. And Hashem is showing me, me. How else is Hashem? There's only one person you'll never ever see in your life. Yourself. Yourself. So how am I supposed to see myself? I see myself through my roommate. I see myself through my friend. I see myself through my wife. Wait till you're married. That's even stronger that you start seeing yourself. You see yourself through through your parents. You see yourself. That's why you learn. That's why it's important for a person to learn muster. That's why it's important for a person to talk about these things. To say to say that I have that I have problems. There's nothing wrong. 
It's the exact opposite. When a person realizes that he has problems, when a person realizes that he has problems, that's the greatest uh, gift that he can have because that's why we're put in this world. We're put in this world to, to take the problems that we have and to fix the problems that we have. And the only way for me to fix those problems is I have to recognize what those problems are as opposed to, no, I don't have a problem. I don't, I don't have a problem. Right? I mean, okay, let's say unless someone's doing something that's illegal. You're, you're noticing it because it's illegal, not because it's something What does that mean you're seeing? You're seeing someone rob a store? You're seeing someone, no, like not even that extreme. No. So, so well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're seeing... I don't know, I just like, I'm trying to like express it. I don't know, I just, I feel like it's not always that. Like, should, I tell, should I tell you what it is? Should I tell you what it is, Shlomo? What's hard for us to realize that is that we see so much and our whole lives are so tuned in to everybody else that we can't imagine that that's all has to do with me. When we don't realize how significant everything that we see and everything Hashem puts us in is all for us. It's all for us. Yes, Ben. When I first heard this concept, one of the reasons I had a really hard time understanding it, and I still do, is the distinction that I'm not sure if this is the, something that you're... Um, one thing that came up with me a lot was, no, the thing that they're doing wrong is actually there, and they're really doing something wrong. The distinction is, why does it bother me? As in, they're doing something wrong, but sometimes someone's messing up or doing something illegal, but it doesn't bother me. I continue on with my day. It doesn't affect me. But other times, like what Rebbe's saying, is where it really bothers you, and internally it's still there, and it's like affecting you inside. Yeah, I like that distinction, yeah. Yeah, so... Right, so, so first of all, thank you, Ben. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. I, I, I want to say something. I, there, there is a concept that called Haroa Sota Bekulkula, Yazir Atso Menayayin. Which means that anything you see, there are two parts that Ben is explaining a little bit. There's one thing that bothers me, and there's something just that I see. That it stays with me. Right, so, so why did Hashem put me in a situation where I saw that thing? I, I said this Friday night. What, what does it make a difference to my life that Russia invaded Ukraine? Why did Hashem, ha, why is Russia, what is, everyone has to ask themselves that question. What does Russia invading Ukraine have to do with my life? Hashem, just stop to talk about it doesn't, 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 there's no point unless you're, unless you're negotiating between, between Russia and Ukraine. What does it have to do, what does it have to do with you? So a person can ask himself, a person can ask himself, what, what, what lesson can I, can I take from that? What, I'm in this world. What, what am I, Yeah. Oh, so we're speaking about, uh, or speaking, for example, about, about a shit system, 
right? So for that, I can say that I have some some solutions. I'm not just I'm not just debating. So it it, it is to be thought about. Maybe it is something I see. Correct. If you yeah. yeah, so so again, that that's a question you want to ask yourself. What the what's the relevance of this thing to me? How is this thing that we're talking about relevant? There's nothing wrong with talking about Russia and the Ukraine. You can talk about Russia and Ukraine. If you're talking about it to say, how is it relevant to me? Maybe it's relevant that I'm going to donate money there. Maybe I'm going to start davening for the people in Ukraine. Maybe I'm going to realize that I take a lesson that you could have, uh, like you're saying, uh, you could destroy something or I don't know. You could learn Musser from it. But when a person just talks about it, that, but, those, but the point is like this. The point is that we, we live at a time we live in a time where a person is exposed to so much out there. A person is exposed. A person can sit and watch YouTube or he can watch uh, social media or he can watch things out there for, for so much that he comes to a point where he can't even imagine what does that have to do with my life? Why is Hashem showing that to me? What does it have to do with, what does it have to do with me? But you ever notice, you ever notice, this is, this is very strong, you ever notice that the things that you pick up, why are you picking that up? Why are your antennas picking up on this thing? Why are my antennas picking up on this? Why does this bother me? Why do I like this? Why does this person, what do I think about? Like we've said, 85% of your thoughts are the same thoughts. How sad is that? That 85% of your thoughts, I think that's the statistic. Someone could look it up. But I know it's high. 80% or 85% of your thoughts are the same exact thoughts every day. Might be lower now because we don't have so much time to think. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how, but every time you think, it doesn't matter how many times you think, it's still the same percentage. It's the same thought. Now, I don't want, but, but, but what is that? Because I am programmed by something outside of me. I'm not programming myself. I'm not programming myself. I'm having something else program me. Okay, Rafi, you said, Mechaim, you had something you wanted to say? Huh? Sure? Sure? Mechaim, you want to say something? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's right, right. Right, so how many people... Right, so Chaim's saying it's a, it's a, each, each country has its pride, right? I didn't think about that. Why didn't I think about that? So that doesn't mean that you're right. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It means why did you pick that up? Because there's some connection that you must have to that. Someone else, did anyone, what else? If someone can mention, what, 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 what do you learn from the war of, of Russia and Ukraine? Conversations What? What do you mean? Oh, 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 it's a con- right. So he's saying you learn from it how to start a conversation. So why is he not talking about it that way? You're talking about that. What else? Communication. Communicate that what? That what? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. So I'm saying, why are you thinking about that? No, 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 no. Right, so he's talking about that. Yaakov says it's a good uh, starter, starter of a conversation. Chaim's saying it's too, you know, Bale Gaiva, whatever it is. Okay, but, but so, so who's right? Who's right? The answer is 
Hashem wants us, Hashem wants us to figure out what it is that life, imagine if you lived life thinking like that. Why am I exposed to this? Why does this happen? Why is, what, what, what are the messages that I'm getting in my life? What are the messages? And this is, by the way, Russia, Ukraine, in a certain way, is really far from us, even though obviously there are Jews there, and we have to daven, so obviously it's close to our heart. But from a political sense, right, it's really, you know, obviously everything affects us, but, but the point is, in your daily life, unless you have a relative there, unless you have something going on over there, right, it doesn't affect you at all, but, but, but what's the point? There are many things in our life that affect us on a daily basis. When you wake up in the morning, why am, I, why am I thinking the thoughts that I'm thinking? When I'm walking somewhere, why am I thinking? When I meet this person, why am I thinking? How much control, how much control do I have over my life? How much control do I have over my thoughts? How much am I running my show? And how much is somebody else running my Show how many people are affecting my life, how many things are affecting my life, how are they affecting my life? And 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 the more a person realizes that, and it's difficult when a person it's difficult, especially at your age, when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, it's very hard because you have your parents, you have your parents who are running your life, you have your your um, the media, and this is where this is where the media, and this is where the outside world is very, very dangerous, because because then you're not really even existing. Person's not even he's not even existing. All he is is sort of floating on everyone else's agenda for him. Yes, Yaakov. Um, obviously, you know it's you're meant to talk about things that apply to you. And, you know, like you shouldn't really be talking about things that don't matter to you or apply to you, but self-centered way of thinking sometimes where like you know life is not all about you sometimes obviously you know what it is because it's your life you know but like if like every time you're talking to someone and it just doesn't have anything to do with you but it has to do with the person you're talking to whether it can help them or not and you just kind of in your head go like nah it's gonna do with me so I'm out of here like stickle self-centered like why is that right so I distinguish so I distinguish between selfish and self-care 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 versus selfish. People usually who don't have self-care are selfish. People usually who have self-care, which is I want to say something also. When it comes to let's say getting married, when it comes to being in yeshiva till you get married, I'm not worried about anybody once you're married. Once you're married, Hashem will force you not to be not to be more just focused on yourself. But over here in yeshiva the more a person can really just focus on himself and do his own thing. It doesn't mean you can't have a conversation. It doesn't mean you can't help somebody. But the greatest way to help someone is to work on yourself. Because when people see someone working on themselves, that's the best thing you could do. So yeah, it doesn't mean, Yaakov, that you know, you're, just, you, you know, you're, you're all about yourself. Me, 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 me. It just means that I'm, that I'm really, really... You know, that's why we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara. Because Hilchus Lashon Hara t- teaches us that I don't want to be talking about other people. Bechlal. I don't want to be 
I don't want to be in someone else's headspace. I want to say, what's my schedule? What am I doing? What am I learning? What am I reading? What am I? The second you turn on your phone, the second you turn on your phone and you look out there, what you're doing is you're looking away from yourself. The second you look on your phone and you're looking out there for what's doing out there, what someone else is doing. If you have, and again, I don't even know what the social media and all that stuff is. I don't even know what that whole world is. I really don't, I've never been on social media. It's, that's it's not my generation. I'm not, I don't know what it is. But I can only imagine the second you're opening up to someone else's life, what you're doing is you're taking away from your own life. You're not, you're not living in your life. You're not living your life. And then you wonder why you're so sad. You wonder why you're so down. You wonder why you're so confused. Because you're not even like, you're not even, you're not even living your life. You're living someone else's life. Yes. The what? Depending on people's response. Exactly. That's how I'm going to feel. Does that. It's not that you're not supposed to um, apply what the person is saying to your life. You just shouldn't get emotionally involved in it. Like, in your mind, if it's not, if it doesn't affect you, still listen to the person, but you don't need to get like super involved emotionally and get all tied up in it because that that's what pulls you away from to you. It's not the other way around, though. Huh? Sometimes the person has to listen to you, and it's not the other way around. It's like he's not emotionally getting in your head, but like. Oh, I can't talk about it. It doesn't have to do anything for me. No, I'm saying, so there's, so you could either do that or you could actually talk about it and everything, but you won't get emotionally involved because you know that it's not good for you to go like that. And the other person, it doesn't have to do with the other person. It's a relationship between you and that subject. And also, um, uh, what Rebbe was saying, with the whole thing with um, how it doesn't affect you, that's the whole point of, like, that's why we live in a world it's all there to distract you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. So the whole reason why it's constantly in your face, just like with Corona, even though like the way they made it out to be was much worse than the way it actually was. Right. And the whole point of that is to get you away from doing what you're doing and right. to just be floating. Right. And exactly. Bouncing from one thing to another. Right. Correct. So like yeah. that's I think like the most important thing to do with that is like. Yeah, whatever's happening is happening, but like, you, like, keep Right, right, exactly. You have to keep yourself, you have to keep, you have to also remember that, that being distracted from your main thing is the purpose of the media and the purpose of the outside world is to distract you from your focus, right? You're going to get, you're going to get pulled back in. You're going to get, naturally, the Eight Sahara will pull you away from what's important. So not only do you have to climb up, not only do you have to climb up the mountain that you set aside for yourself to climb, but there's, there's someone behind you pulling you away from getting to your destination. Not only do you have to keep focus on your destination, but you have to realize that things will pull you away from that destination. So unless you're clear about your mountain, and unless you're clear about the things that are pulling you away from that, you're going to be fighting on both sides. Ellie, you have a question? Yeah. So social media doesn't 
That what? Le- a little. Right, meaning it throws you off. Well, that's what I mean by distracts you. What do you mean? What do you mean that it changes? Oh, you're saying it influence. Nice. I like that. Nice. Not only you're saying not only does it distract, it could it could it could right. But that's when you let that right, that's already like where you're yeah, you're in the abyss. You're out you're yeah, correct. Meaning you're saying it could pull you it could pull you that's that's a good point. Meaning Ellie's saying Right. You're saying I'm being too uh, too soft on it. You're saying not only is it not help What? That what that what? Really? Really? You don't even have to be a pessimist. You just would not even, you know, a little bit, 100%, it'll influence almost everything you do. Like half the reason why people only think about money is because of social media. It's because of their, like the bad influence around America. It's just wow. 100% influences the way you want things to think. Wow. So it's like strong, it's really strong. JJ, what do you say, JJ? Let's hear Come on, JJ. You're just listening. Taking it all in. Okay, wow. Amazing. Amazing everyone. I'm sorry I went into... Uh, thank you, everyone. Really. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for... No, thank you, everyone, for sharing and for... for this is so... First of all, I didn't realize how... how I know I, I, I'm sounding naive now. But I didn't realize that it's really... I just thought it's like, it's just like, okay, it'll d- distract you, it'll distract you from, you know, it makes it harder. That's what I thought. It makes it harder. You're saying it's not that it makes it harder. It could destroy, it destroys you. It destroys your whole, your whole uh, concept of reality. Wow. Okay. So you learn something new every day. You heard, heard this, Yehuda? We're saying, we were talking about, we're talking about, Okay, Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. See what happens, Ellie. You're, you're here. Uh, thank you. We're, we're talking about, I was describing, let's say, being exposed to the outside world and social media and all that thing as like, as like I'm climbing my mountain and those things are pulling me away from my goal. They're pulling me away from my mission, from my main thing. So not only is it hard for me to climb up, you know, it's hard. It's, not only do I have to climb up a mountain even without something pulling, but the media and the social media and the outside world is pulling me down. And Ellie is saying it's even more than that. It, it changes and shapes, if this is the right muscle metaphor, it shapes what I'm climbing. It shapes my whole sense of, of what's reality. Like it, it warps it. It makes it like it changes my main thing. That's what he was saying. Right, it makes you want to climb a different mountain. Wow, or not even climb a mountain, just sit at the sit at sit somewhere else. Sometimes Sometimes you really work towards climbing up that wrong mountain. That wrong mountain, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, let's begin with some. uh, Yeah, Yosef, what do you say? Yosef. Uh, nothing to say. Just uh, it can also be used for the good and for the bad. It all depends the way you look at it. Everything can be used for the good and the bad. 
Right. So how could social media be for the good? Uh, you could make major amounts of money out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. You can become mad powerful. Also. Right. That is not a user. I guess if you give over a message, you're talking about what you could do for it. Yeah. Right? What you could do for it, but as opposed to what you get from it. That's different. You're saying how I could use it to my advantage versus how... Yeah, back in the day there were newspapers and stuff. You'd go on a train or something, nobody would talk to each other. They would be on their newspaper or something. That's what I heard from my grandparents and stuff. It was exactly the same thing. Just, I mean, of course, the world was a lot more in touch. I'm saying, like, let's say in social situation, there was, there's always a way to avoid it. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. That's what I think. Right. Hey, Eric. Yeah, Zach. Um, actually, what uh, Yosef was saying, um, I believe anything is a tool, right. and social media is. fire to burn things, but fire is also used to cook and to illuminate. So, like, there's, you know, there's a good and a bad side to everything. Right. But, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're not, if you're not, like, spending your time on, 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 like, on social media, um, with improving your life, then I think it's definitely something right. that is destroying your right. time. Right. Beautiful. Okay, let's begin. Thank you, everyone. Amazing. So let's begin with talking negatively about someone's family. You're not allowed to talk negatively about someone's family. If you say, I heard that so-and-so's parents are dishonest. I heard that this person's family is fighting over their father's inheritance. So Lashon Hara is not just talking about an individual, but even if you talk about a family and you say, oh, this family is like this, so that is also considered Lashon Hara. Okay, yes, Shlomo. Um, no, I was going to say something that I realized is probably not true. Okay. Yeah. 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 Part of it is that, that no, 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 part of it is also that it's just, the, the, the halachas are, first of all, because you might, you might say, you might say that I'm not talking about a specific person. You might say I'm not talking about a specific person. I'm just talking about a family, that they're a certain way. I'm not talking about that guy. I'm just saying their family. Their family is a little bit, uh, they're going through a hard time. They're, 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 they're fighting over uh, something. What, why is that? 
It's not talking about a specific person. I don't know who in the family is. No, I just feel like it's very game. That's why I said it's not. I don't know. Right, right, no, no, no. I agree every halacha. Right, right, no, no. And you're right. A lot of it, Shlomo, a lot of it is, a lot of it is, a lot of it is to remind yourself. A lot of the halachas are just to remind yourself to keep that aware. I mean, you're right. It could be there's not such a chiddish. It's just it keeps you aware. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. I do agree. Sometimes the halachas seem a little repetitive, but I think part of it is to learn the halachas, to learn the halachas, to remind yourself of the halachas. So you're right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We will be zoche not to speak any lashon hara, not to hear any lashon hara, and most importantly, most importantly is to focus on our lives. I think that's the key, is to really invest in your life. How much time am I investing in my life? And how much time and energy am I investing in other people's lives? Okay, so with that in mind, Hashem will help us all, all the Jewish people, that will be zocha to just uh, love each other more and respect each other more. And, and to realize when I think of somebody and I think negatively about someone else, that that's something that I could learn to fix myself. That's something that I could learn for myself. So Mir Tzachem will be zocha to that, us, and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. Um, we're in the second parak in Mesil Zisharim and says the Ramchal. Right? We spoke um, yesterday about the fact that there's habit. Habit is an amazing concept. Because habit can either be your best friend or it could be your biggest enemy. Because in habit, if you get into bad habits, what, what does a habit do? A habit makes it almost like you don't have choice anymore. You don't have bechira. You have no more choice. You don't have deci- you're not making decisions anymore. Think about a bad habit that you have that you wish you wouldn't have. Think of a bad habit that you have that you wish you didn't have. That did not just happen. It didn't just happen. What happened was, is, is you uh, invested in that. You did that. You do that. You're consistent with it till it came to a point where I now have no more choice. I have no more choice anymore. It works with that with good things as well. Think of something good that you started doing. What happens? It starts becoming easier as you do it. That's what a habit is. A habit becomes, that's why it's called in Hebrew a hergel. Hergel is from Russian regel. What does that mean? Ragil. What does that mean? It means that's how you walk. That's how you go. It's not something that you're pushing. It's not something that you think about. And we said this yesterday. Yes. Oh, so that's what's called right. So that's what that's why you're supposed to make it when you do a a good thing. Everything you do, it's supposed to be that I am choosing right now to do what I'm doing. Correct. Correct. And you're not choosing. The second you're in the world of habit, then you're in a world of not making decisions. When a person realizes that you're sitting here right now is not just because, this is what Rafi is saying, which is a very strong point, is because I'm deciding to come here. I'm deciding to be here. 
So it goes the other way also. When you leave the base medrash, when you pick up your phone out of your pocket, when you go and you find yourself, this is what we spoke about yesterday, I find myself in this situation. Never. You never will find yourself in a situation. You, there were 20 steps to get there. And the goal in life is to figure out what were those 20 steps that got me to where I am right now. If you're in a place that you're not happy about in your life, then you want to ask yourself, what are the steps that got me to the place that I'm not happy? If you are happy in your life in certain areas, you want to ask yourself, what are the stages and the steps that I took? Can I tell you why? Because success leads footsteps. Success leaves clues. If you see someone who's successful, you can ask them, how did you do that? What have you done? Right? You have someone who's, who doesn't escape as much as you escape. There's, there's no, you're not different. You're not different than anybody else. You're just like everybody else. There's a reason why you are escaping. There are steps that you take to escape. So you have to think and say, okay, speak to someone who used to escape, speak to someone who used to do whatever they did, and you say, okay, great. And it works the other way as well. Look at someone who failure leaves clues. Failure leaves footsteps and clues also. If you see someone who's sad, who's, who's acting a certain way, you, you can have the same conversation with him as you'll have with another guy who sat. The same exact, it's the same conversation. Oh, I'm upset about this. Oh, I have guilt about this. Oh, I have shame about this. Oh, I feel sorry for myself. Oh, I, whatever it might be. Oh, I'm negative. There's nothing really, there's nothing really new that happens. It's just us plugging ourselves in to what it is that we want. I think that's one of the, the most powerful things that a person can realize in his life. Because what happens is, many times we think that, oh, I'm different and I can't do it. I'm different and I won't be able to do it. How come he could do it and I can't do it? Well, you know what? Why don't you, that's, that's the power of reading books. That's the power of reading, you know, uh, someone who spent their time telling you how to be successful. I could tell you, right? Someone could say, I could, for example, myself, I used to have major, major, major anxiety. So I could tell you what helped me get out of my anxiety. I could tell you, I could help you to give you a step, step, a guide to say, okay, this can help you with your anxiety. Why? Because it's very, right? You could look up, you could Google that, right? You could Google. How do you, how do I get rid of my anxiety? And just follow what they tell you. What? They give you Okay, okay. All right, but then you could speak to someone. Right, then you could speak to someone who's, uh, who's been taking pills and how depressed he is. And then you could ask him how you, what, what that's been for you. So everything leaves clues of what your life is going to be. You have to first just choose which direction you want to take. You, if you want to say, okay, I want to take this direction, then you have to say, okay, let me get a map. Let me figure out how to get there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, first yeah. thing, I like the thing you said about the habits, about yeah. how you do things, and kind of, 
you can use that to like your advantage also with like the good things. Like if you keep on doing things exactly. because your nature, Correct. you could say you don't have the fear, but if you, the original thought was the fear. But and a second thing yeah. is so true. I think that everyone is different, and you know, like if, if you guys are both working for a certain goal and you see someone who did it, and you know his math has a very clear pass, it's not necessarily going to work for you. Like most of the times, I feel like I feel like everyone has to basically make their own path. I don't think it's like, oh, he did it, so he can help me. I feel like that's not from right. my experience, at least. I feel like it's like, okay, it's good for you, but. I would do exactly what you did. It wouldn't get me anywhere. Right. So, so, let, me, so let me clarify. Thank you, Yako, for, for um, clarifying that point. The point is, is that, yes, everybody has their own path and everybody's different. There's no question about that. But there are certain principles that always work. Hard work. Right? Um, you know, having a good schedule. Um, uh, taking care of your body. Um... um Going ahead and, and, and uh, reading books and reading up on subjects. Um, being nice to people, not talking about other people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Meaning those are, those are the things that if a person makes a list of the things that are good for me. Everybody knows, everybody knows that if you're going to sit on your phone for seven hours, everybody, that's not, that's not everybody knows if you're going to sit on your phone for seven hours um, you know, doing nothing, that that's not going to be good for you. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows if you're watching a lot of things that are inappropriate, that's going to be not good for you. Everybody knows that by, you know, drinking, by smoking, everybody knows that that's not good, that that's not good for you. So that's what I mean. When it comes to, when it comes to being successful... You want to ask someone and say, what are some of the principles? No one's going to say, you're right. To say, oh, Yaakov, you need to go here. Just like everybody goes there. No. You know, but everyone knows. Every, that's what I mean by... Give you the tools. Give you the tools. Out. The tools are the same. The tools of, of Warren Buffett and Bill Gates are the same tools, right, of, of uh, you know, of Lahavdal, you, know, uh, you know, a big tzaddik. Obviously, it's different when it's... When it's uh, you know, you know, I'm not comparing a tzaddik to, 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 to a very, very successful person, but successful people do the same things. Uh, fail, unsuccessful people also do the same things. Yes, Yehuda.
amazing, beautiful. You know, you remind me, thank you, Yehuda, and thank you, Yaakov, for sparking this up a little bit. Um, I just want to say, you remind me that someone asked me something about his business, and he says, I want advice. He, he, um, he got connected to a very wealthy person who wanted to invest in him um, a lot of money, and he was getting nervous because he's very young, and he said, like, this person is, is putting hundreds of thousands of dollars in me, and, and he wants me to hire, you know, X, Y, and Z, and, and um, that's a big risk because let's say it fails. That's what he told me. He says, let's say, let's say I fail, right? Which I totally understand. It's like, yeah. A guy say, yeah, here, take $200,000 and go invest. So let's say you invest your $200,000 and, and you lose it. So this is what I told him what to do. I told him, and he's a very young guy, I told him to speak to four people, five, was I think four or five people. I gave him a list of five very, very successful people in business. And I said, I want you to call each of these people and take notes of what they say. And then what you'll do is you'll come to the person who wants to invest and you'll say, listen, I'm a little bit you know, embarrassed. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Obviously, I know enough what I'm doing that you're investing in me. But what I'm doing is success will lead to footsteps of what, what, what's going to be. Now, all five of them, he came back and told me, all five of them told him different things, right? All five of them told him different things, but they were based on the same principles. And I said, so now what you could do is what Yehuda is saying a little bit. Now you just got smarter. Why? Because now you have five different ideas that you can incorporate into your thing. You can incorporate it, and you spoke whatever, whatever, whatever the 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 thing was. You know, you you a little bit like Yehuda saying, I don't I don't copy, don't copy someone. But when you listen to someone who says, you know what, in order to be successful, you know, some people say when it comes to let's say opening up a business, you know, you got to do a lot of research and you got to figure it out, and it takes you a year, and you got to you know. Uh, you know, do this, I don't know, Avrami, you could tell us, right? Right? Yeah, it takes you a year, it takes you a long time um, to research what you're doing, get everything organized, then start the business. Some people tell you, start the business right away, and then you'll figure out along the way which one is right, which one is wrong, right? I don't know. They're both right, exactly. They're both right. And you have to know what fits for you. You have to know what works for you. You have to know what feels comfortable for you, but at least, I think what, what, what Yehuda is saying, at least what you're doing is, you are putting yourself in a situation where you're asking people who are already successful how to be successful. If you want to be happy, go over to somebody who's happy and ask them how to be happy. Read books on how to be happy. I've said that many times. People say, oh, I want to be happy. Well, how many books have you read on happiness? None. So how do you know about happiness? First read one, two, three, four books on how to be happy. I'm battling with my anxiety. How many books have you read on anxiety? None. Okay, so what do you expect? What do you expect from yourself? It comes like that with Judaism also. Oh, I want to be connected to Judaism. What do you know about Judaism? How many books have you read about Judaism? 
How many books have you read about, about, about uh, you know, how to become uh, a healthy, you know, about God? People say, oh, God. What, we, we don't know. What's your experience with God? Read, read about, read Rabbi Aryeh Kaplan. I don't know if anyone's ever read. Read If You Were God. Right? You could read uh, many, many books on that. But what's the problem? The problem is we try and figure it out ourselves. We try and figure it out ourselves when we have a whole world that could teach us and help us how to be what it is that we want to be. Whatever you want to be. And what's hard to hear about this sometimes is because you know who puts, know what that means. It means it's my, it's all on me. It's all on me. It's all on me to become whatever it is that I want to become. It's all on me to decide that this is what I want to become. And if, and if you take your life seriously, then you could change your life. You could change your life to be whatever it is that you want your life to be. You could actually get married. You could marry a healthy, great, amazing girl. You could have a great family. Okay, it might take you time to get rid of all the bad habits that you have formed. It might take you time. But, but there's no rush. What's the rush? If you were 40... If, if everybody here was 40, 50 years old, I would be probably having a different conversation with everybody. I would say, okay, I don't know. I don't even know what conversation I would have. I would have to be machazic then not to think of their past and you could start all over again. But you guys are 18, 19, 20, 21. You want to be a doctor? You could be a doctor. You want to be a lawyer? You can become a lawyer. You want to become a, a wealthy businessman? You can become a wealthy businessman. You want to become all three with... Happiness and health and wealth and be good and everything, why not? All it takes is one thing. It takes one thing. It takes uh, perseverance. It takes honesty. It takes getting yourself a coach, like Shua said the other day. Get yourself three, four, five people and say, Coach me. Coach me. Guide me to the finish line. I spoke to someone recently, you know, and he's like, uh, and he's like, Whatever. He's, he's going through hard times because he can't let go to have someone guide him. He's too afraid to have someone. And you know what I always say? You don't have to have one person. People get nervous. Oh, if I have one person guide me, so it's harder to trust that person. So know what I say? Right? Shua, this is literally what you were saying. Know what I say? So get three people. Get three people to guide you and make sure that they're all on the same page. When it's one person, sometimes you can get a little nervous. Get three people. Get four people. Say, what's your opinion? What's your opinion? What's your opinion? Get them all together to guide you in your life. I promise you, you'll be successful. It's the people who say, I got to do it alone. I got to do it all alone. Well, what has been doing it all alone gotten you till now? What has got, what have you figured out doing it all alone gotten you? It's gotten you in, in, into, into, into where you are now. That you're not doing the things that you want to be doing. When I start opening myself up to other people, to listen to other ideas, then you change your life, I promise you. And don't worry about being, oh, you're following. Don't worry about following. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. At the end of the day, you read the right books. And like Yehuda says, get someone who will, who will lead you to be a leader, not to lead you to follow. If you feel that the person who you're talking to is trying to put you in a box and is limiting you, then get away from that person. Go to somebody who's going to help you explore more and be more open.
You could have you had your hand up and we'll, we'll wrap up. Anybody else? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, right. Good, good. So I'm happy. Great question, Yehud. I'm happy you're saying that. Some people have three, four people because they, they have nobody. That's not what I mean. Some people have three, four people because they, they say, oh, what's your opinion? This guy says yes. This guy, that's, that's getting a poll. That's taking a poll. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about asking, walking around saying, uh, should I do this? This guy says yes. Should I do that? This guy says no. Should I do this? This guy says that. That's just somebody who doesn't want to. That what? Form your own opinion based off what you heard. Correct. What you want to do is you want to have, um, you want to have your team, whether it's a therapist, whether it's your parents, whether it's your a rebbe, whether it's a close friend. You have four people, and you sort of get their support to help you get to where you want to get to. And usually, if it's the right people, they will be in, in, in the same, they'll be saying the same thing. If they really know you, I rarely have this. If someone, I rarely have this in yeshiva where, where you have a Rebbe who's, who, who's going to say one thing and another Rebbe is going to say another thing. More or less, you know, you'll have, if you, if you, if you go, if you express yourself properly, and you, and you open yourself up properly to where it is that you want to go, the people around you will very easily, you know, guide you in the right direction. It's not so much about taking a poll of an opinion, because everyone's got a different opinion. It's more surrounding yourself with people who are invested in you, who care about you, you know, on a deeper level. Does that, does that make sense? I mean, you have that. You're someone... Someone who does that. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Anybody else as we wrap up? Hashem will help each and every one of us. The most important thing always is to remember. Don't get so... Yes, Yosef. Uh, What's the best, like, key for, like, patience? What's the best, like, steps to take to, like, learn patience? Yeah, that's a tough one. I know you asked that the other day also. Yeah. You know what? I think that... Maybe, um, first of all, you have to be patient with learning patience. That's kind of tricky. Right? I mean, patient, to say, okay, I'm impatient. I would first make a list of the things that you're impatient about. Usually, impatience comes from fear. Fear. I'm afraid I'm not going to get there. If I know I'm going to get there, so I got all the time, right? I know I'm going to get there if I'm on a plane and I know this plane is getting me to, you know, back to, you know, getting me to JFK. Great. So I'm good. I'm sitting back and I'm relaxing. But if I'm not sure which way the plane is going, I get nervous. So patience and fear usually go together. If I know I'm going to get there, I'll take my time. If I'm not sure if I'm going to get there, I get a little bit nervous. Make sense? Okay, beautiful. Okay, Hashem will help us all. We should be Zoha, as we always say. Uh, the past is history. The future, right? The past is history. It's not here anymore. We don't have the past anymore. It doesn't exist. Yesterday does not exist anymore. So people say, oh, if it doesn't exist, 
What about me dealing with my past and I have to deal with my past? Because it's not your past, it's present. That's right. It's here with you now. It's here with you now. But anyway, that's a separate conversation. Yeah, Shlomo, as we're wrapping up. I remember asking in therapy, like, a good balance. Yeah. Um, and I was told, no, like, between, like, not living in the past, but the only yeah. thing really is living in the past is when it's negatively affecting the present. Correct. It's not like you never go back. It's not. Because sometimes so the past no, is still with us. Right, so no one I say, Shlomo, that's not the past. It's the present. Right? It's not the past. If you're talking about your father, not you, a person is talking about his father, and he's talking about, oh, my father, my father, my father, that's not the past. You're, he's right here with you. He's here. Why are you, why are you? I mean, if you're telling a story from the past. Yeah, but you're only telling a story from the past that's relevant to me right now. It's still here with me. I'm still hurting from it. I still have pain. I think we're saying the same thing. I'm saying if a person falls and hurts himself and he has a cut on his knee that happened two days ago, three days ago, and right now he's sitting there talking about the cut. Yes, it did happen two days ago, but I got to deal with the pain that's in my knee right now. Right? The point is, the point, I was just saying that because people say, oh, the past is the past and that's it, but sometimes we have to deal with the past. Right? A person's past... Meaning the point is you can't change your past. You cannot change your past. And as far as your future, as far as your future, your future, there's nothing you can do about your future. The best thing a person can do about his future is he can have a great today. Because when you have a great today, you're building yourself up. You're building yourself up. What did you say? The what? You what? Manifest. Right. You manifest your future. The shot is that you create an amazing future. So Hashem will help us all. We should be zochet to have an amazing first day of the rest of your life. Thank